All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's episode eight, which you know what that means. We are highlighting another black woman. As you know, we are making it a tradition where every episode eight, we will specifically highlight a black woman and bring them as a guest on our pod. So uh, with the exception of season three, of course, we always try to make sure that we highlight our black women. So I wanted to make sure that you all knew that this episode was very special. So with that in mind, let's go ahead and get into the episode and get into our special guest. You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast. It's the KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You are listening to a bar that can segue. All the latest toppers guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel just like you're a kid again. Kid the pro and friends. Black as obsidian. Chaotic culture. That's the world we living in. So what's the word? what the rules was but anyway <laughs> <laughs> hey, well look ladies and gentlemen um before we get started i just want to say that um this is going to be one of two episodes that we drop in december because uh obviously christmas is coming up so when christmas comes around of course we're going to take a break and then january will roll around and then we got a big episode coming up but i just wanted to make sure that i preface that so that way when y'all are wondering, oh, where's the next episode dropping? It's going to be dropping. This episode's dropping this coming Wednesday for those of y'all hearing it. And then we'll have one more drop after that. And then we on break for a little bit. You know, people got to recharge. People got to enjoy time with family, you know, enjoy the mm-hmm. holidays, spend all their money on Christmas gifts uh, and so on and so forth. You know, from the way that this Christmas going to roll around, I'm about to be broke as a joke. But it is what it is you know what i'm saying like it's it's that time like my niece needs into some new sneakers what you mean like she's 10 years old I, I gotta get her something but anyway good morning afternoon and evening ladies and gentlemen welcome to another edition of the chaotic culture podcast the power chaos rules and black culture is elevated and embraced this podcast will deep dive into modern black culture and how millennials and Gen Z can navigate the crazy parts from music, finances, black business highlights, home ownership, HBCU sports, black nerdum, anime, wrestling. If it encompasses black culture, we're going to cover it. Live from the 757, I am the host and the creator of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. This is your boy, Ked the Pro, a.k.a. the Calculator Millennial, a.k.a. the Encore Presentation. Now, can I get an Encore? Do you want more? A.k.a. Your favorite music nerd's favorite music nerd, aka your favorite toxic adjacent king. Just don't just don't bring your girl around me because if she looked, she took go to the news. The eight four three is me, but VA is where I stay. Always chaotic, never toxic most days. Back again, once again, with your favorite black culture highlights and black culture shenanigans. If you're watching the video right now, this is her first time hearing my like semi-full intro. So <laughs> We're going to get into our guest in just a second. Uh, but joining me this episode, of course, is the menace from Texas and uh, the founder of Inside the Mind of a Blurred and, of course, a co-host on the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Scuba Steve, please go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Oh, man, it's hard to compete with that goddamn intro. Uh, <laughs> it is I, Scuba Steve, a.k.a. Scholar's Dad or whatever, a.k.a. Scuba Steve, the instant negator, a.k.a. I wore one cosplay and cosplay two different characters. Um, yeah, man, that is me. <laughs> uh, to our guest, there was one more uh, part of the intro that I didn't add, but I'm I'm going to 
save that for another time. Whenever you get on here and you hear it for the first time, you're gonna be like, "What?" <laughs> so, in, in any case, um, as you guys know, this is episode eight, which means every season when we have an episode eight, we highlight a black woman who is a content creator who is out doing you know business ventures or whatever she's got going on this episode specifically highlights a black woman so of course we had to get a black woman on this pod and especially this episode so this episode we have brought for the first time to to the chaotic culture podcast a good friend of ours um she goes by the nostalgia queen uh, aka snow black but she's got plenty of other names that she can go with a uh, very very hilarious person and she, we could talk for hours and hours about mm. nerd shit um and especially nostalgic nerd shit but i i'm gonna give the floor to her to introduce herself so snow please go ahead and introduce yourself man. first of all first of all Hold your applause for the rest of y'all's lives because I'm lit forever, y'all. What's up? What's up? What the fuck is up, you guys? It is your girl, Bianca B. Givner, a.k.a. The Nostalgia Queen, also known as Snow Black, and that's the two C's because I'm cool, but I will cut you. I'm also known as Stephen Baysmith, here to debate all things Nickelodeon, Disney, 1990s, Cartoon Network, Throwback, anyway, you name it. We're going to talk about it here inside the Man of Blood and in the Chaotic Culture and all these other cool places, you guys. I am so excited to be here. I go by B, I go by Snow, whatever you prefer, you know what I'm saying? Give me all the goodness. Give me all the luscious. I am so excited to be here, y'all. Let's get nerdy and blurdy in this bitch. What's up with it? I love you guys. Y'all are so hey, lit. <laughs> we definitely appreciate the the intro there, ma'am. She, I mean, she she came with it. Like yeah. that is that is a, a ten out of ten intro. I, I have to say this. <laughs> a lot of people come in here and they be like, "Oh man, I can't I can't do an intro like that." But nah, she killed it. She absolutely mm-hmm. killed it. Period. So with that, before we get into the episode, we always start out with a mental health check on this episode because we want to be sure that everybody is in a, you know, at least a good place or at least a functioning place because we know with us being adults, life be life and sometimes. So mm-hmm. um, I am going to start with the, our guest here. B, please, you know, let us know, you know, how's your mental health right now? How are you doing? And, you know, how are you uh, getting through your days? So on a scale of one to 10, my mental health is that episode where a SpongeBob where Squidward figured out that he could have just took the whole day off and he just kind of deflated and floated away. That's me. Like Like, sometimes life be beating your ass and it's just like, I feel like having a good and and a good space to be able to talk about that and just be like, you know what? She is fucked up right now, you know. So I'm all right. Like I'm cool, but I could always be better. You know what I mean? Um, it's helped hearing everybody else be open and vocal about how life is just dragging them, and that it's not just me. It's not just my life. That's all. That be you know me, and my husband. We be like, dang man, can life chill out? You know. But I'm hanging mm. in there. I'm good. I'm alive. I'm here. You know what I mean? So uh, one day at a time. I you know meditate. I just start meditating, y'all. When I say that changed my life, like meditating praying like first thing in the morning like you know what i mean has helped me significantly um so staying hydrated getting out the bed you know not calling off work because it's just like my body's not functioning today you know whatever so i'm hanging in there could be better but i am good i'm i'm making it do what it do 
Hey, that's good that? to hear. That's yeah. good to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. sh- I wish I could just call off work tomorrow, man. That would <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> make life so much easier. Uh, but in, in any case, I know that uh, Christmas time is coming up, and I've got that that whole week off. Like, mm-hmm. y'all do not call me throughout Christmas week. Don't call me until the day after New Year's Day. Then, then we can we can talk. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, Steve, man, how's your mental health right now, bro? Uh, I mean, for a lot of people, they that personally know me, they know that this is mm-hmm. a tough week for me. Um, but you know, I'm I'm cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll never you know show, but uh, show my you know underside. But yeah, man. Like, uh, for those that don't know, uh, my birth, uh, my brother passed on December 11th, mm-hmm. um, 2019. Today is December 10th, and then uh, his birthday was December 4th. So like that whole like week, I usually take that whole week off from content creating and everything just to like kind of be there for myself, my nieces. You know, I got um, if y'all don't know, I have custody of my nieces as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then my mom lives like three streets over and she be going through it. So it's less. Mm-hmm. This is really a whole clusterfuck of shit. Um, just being real. And, uh, you know, it's just a long week for us. Um, but for me mentally right now i'm doing i'm in a good place um good. we just went to a birthday party and stuff like that so i'm mm-hmm. I'm cool right now you know yeah so it is what it is mm-hmm. i feel that man um that's me well uh i i'm, I'm in an okay place you know it's, yeah. it's been it's been rough and you know i got some some unsettling but not not nothing that I was prepared for pretty much like the news that um and and nothing has happened yet but you know obviously it's it's concerning my grandmother and I know that as of the time of this recording she's not doing so hot but mm-hmm. you know with your grandmother being 91 and mm-hmm. having you know being so weak for a year and some change and just going through the changes that she's been going through it's it's been rough but at the same time it's like okay well you know, you can only prepare but so much for eventuality. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, I've kind of have been going through the week like, well, you know, it could happen in any moment or she could rally. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But, you know, just trying to uh, keep my head above water and just try to keep my spirits up as much as possible. Uh, I decided to go bowling with my coworkers this past Friday, you know, to mm-hmm. kind of get out in the house and, you know, have a little fun activity. Um, I went to the gym after work on Saturday and mm-hmm. I was supposed to go to a meeting, but my body was like, uh, bro, you need to, you need to sit your ass down. <laughs> mm-hmm. You've mm-hmm. been moving around since the week before Thanksgiving and you haven't stopped like chill out. So I pretty much did nothing but lay down after the gym yesterday and just watch wrestling and watch TV, uh, to kind of let the time pass. And then I kind of did the same thing today other than, you know, do laundry and clean the house. But um, overall, you know, my, my mental health right now is, it's okay. It's, it's been worse. It's been better, but you know, as time moves and as I continue my routines, things get a little easier. As Bianca said, I, you know, I pray fervently. I take some time to myself to just wipe my, my mind clean of everything or mm-hmm. I distract myself with something that I enjoy. So yeah. that's what keeps me in a good spot. 
Uh, speaking of which, uh, and speaking of nostalgia, today, for some strange reason, like I decided that like, I wasn't going to watch football in part because I'm still a little upset about that Steelers loss on Thursday. So I did not oh, want to rewind it of that. But Lord. yeah, in any case, I um. <laughs> And then I'm not doing so well in fantasy either with an opponent that I'm supposed to be. And my, my team is just kind of like, eh, right now. So maybe I pull off the win by the time that this episode uh, drops. Who knows? But as of right now, I'm just sitting here like, mm, it ain't looking mm-hmm. too hot. Um, but, yeah, I decided that I was going to uh, just turn on YouTube. And I started uh, on this channel with this guy named Connor the Waffle. And I just started watching the weird, the weird world of Power Rangers, because for those who don't know, of course, I'm a Power Rangers buff, just like mm-hmm. Rob J. And so yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, I'm a, I'm a start with Mighty Morphin because I've seen like the history of Power mm-hmm. Rangers um, videos across YouTube, but I just wanted to like see how he covered it, mm-hmm. and he, he definitely went into some stuff that other um, Power Rangers review videos did not go through, but it was just so nostalgic to, yeah, yeah. See. Though that Mighty Morphin video was long as hell because for those who don't know, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers was three seasons and incorporated mm-hmm. three different Ranger um yes. pre- uh, or or Super Sentai series within one, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, I guess, series. So it was like you had to get through the original Mighty Morphin, which was you Ranger. Then you had to get through uh, when the Thunderzords came around, which was, uh, I forgot the name of that series. Then you got... Uh, Nin- Ninninger, I think that's what it was, which was mm-hmm. the third season. Nah, nah, and see, and now, and now I'm on like right, <laughs> but now I'm on uh Zio, which was old Ranger in, in Japan. So I'm like, all right, I was just watching these videos all day just to try and yeah. you know feel some nostalgia and see if there was uh, something that I might have right. missed from my previous knowledge. But I, yeah, I just I wanted got to throw a that What's up? Have you ever watched the toys that made us on um, Netflix? You know, I don't think I, I have. I don't know. They have an episode. So each episode is based off of a uh, different thing. And they have a Power Rangers episode, bro. You mm. have to watch that joint. Um, it's called The Toys That Made Us. They got one, like each episode, one is Ninja Turtles, one is like Power Rangers, mm-hmm. one is Transformers, one is Polly Pocket, one is mm. little, My Little and each episode is just an hour long of like the history of it and them doing the toy line. And bro, I'm telling you, that Power Rangers episode was really good, bro. When you find out mm. how Saban is like literally a genius and mm. how he fucking made everything work because he he bought the whole Japanese Sentai series mm-hmm. or whatever, he bought all the footage. Wow. And then he basically, and I, I never noticed it, I never peeped it. But if you ever watch Power Rangers, mm-hmm. all the American shit, you know what I'm saying? They not in suits and everything like that. And then when they're in the Power Ranger suits, that's the Sentai series. Yep. And then they literally just do voiceovers for it. And then he, yeah, and he, bro, he bought, he bought fucking the Sentai series for like twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> and made it a multi-billion dollar. Right. Yeah, you gotta watch that. That the, the toys that made us is so fire, bro. They go mm-hmm. into it. And he basically, whenever like uh the thing is, like with Power Rangers, you know, like every time they go to like Turbo Rangers mm-hmm. and Dino Rangers and stuff like that, is because he ran out of footage mm-hmm. from the Japanese series. 
So he was like, all right, well, we got to get a new cast. And, and that's all he does. Wow. So he bought he bought the entire Sentai company. So he got footage of different like looking Power Rangers. But it and every time it was like time for him to evolve, he just was like, boom. All right, so we got to do crazy. Dino Rangers. We got to do Ninja Force. We got to do all, all that shit is Japanese footage. And they're never, if you ever watch it, you'll never see Tommy standing in regular clothes next to Kim Kimberly in a Power Ranger suit. The reason why you'll never see that is because the footage. like yeah, it, it didn't line up. It will never be like that. Right. That's so crazy. Yeah, it, he made yeah. crazy money. Never and he that. was all like, He's like, when I ran out of footage at first, I was depressed, but then I realized I can make new toys based off of the new Power Rangers that come out. Wow. The only Power Rangers that he hates is uh, Turbo Rangers. Yeah, but it was, it was a parody. Like, the a Car Ranger was a parody of Super Sentai, and the fact that they adopted it to a, a Power Rangers series was beyond stupid, in my yeah. opinion, but mm -hmm. it's like... How do you make that translate? Like it's, a well, it, it's not even just that he couldn't make money off of it because there was also another show called Transformers where sure. them the toy line was huge. So yeah. him mm -hmm. trying to do Power Rangers Turbo, he wasn't making any money off of that. So he was mm -hmm. he was like, I'm glad it was only one season of that. <laughs> like he was yeah happy. yeah yeah yeah. He was space. like, I'm glad it was only one season of footage because I can mm -hmm. go to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And in space was technically supposed to be the last season because Turbo was just that bad. But oh, no. in space was such a huge hit. Mm -hmm. They continued on until he sold it to Disney and then bought it back from Disney. This. Then he sold it to Hasbro, so it's 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 a lot. Um, Sound like I making mints. Spent twenty racks and turned that thing. I think he turned that shit into a half a billion dollars. Right. Yeah. Which is also makes it more upsetting that if y'all know about like the original uh, Power Rangers, like uh, uh, Austin St. John, Tweet Trang, and uh, Walter mm -hmm. Jones, who were mm -hmm. you know Zach Trini and Jason, he yeah. could have easily paid them, but because Power Rangers is a non-union show, mm -hmm. he could pay them whatever he decided mm -hmm. he wanted to pay them. Which mm -hmm. you know, was back nothing. in those days, they were getting like sixteen hundred dollars, uh, not not sixteen hundred, six hundred dollars like a week, which is like minimum wage now, and. What? Yeah, now for first time actors, I get it, but at the same time, it's like you could have paid them more. Like when you first start yes. out, I get it, but as the season is going on, like Power Rangers is a hit, and yes. so from from Han Saban's mindset back mm -hmm. then, it was you know it's not the characters that are selling; it's the helmets. You know, we could mm -hmm. put anybody mm -hmm. in the suits and still make money. Yep. And then as Zio was coming along, and then he started to lose money. And the turbo came along, was starting to lose money. You realize the characters are kind of important, my guy. They are, <laughs> they are, because it Damn. wasn't just the blue ring. I didn't just want that. I'm like, no, I wanted Billy. Like you got to understand. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I, I was there for my man, my man. Now, granted, yeah, I wanted to be the pink ranger, but I thought Kimberly's personality was cool. I thought she was, I thought Trini was so cool. So yes, it did matter absolutely. See, and, and he named the show based off another popular figurine that was going off uh -huh. teenage mutant ninja turtles has four yeah. different syllables yeah. mighty morphin power rangers oh, right. he shit, did that on that. right he literally did everything based off of like other shit yeah you y'all gotta watch the toys that I, made us, I'm gonna write especially that you 
Bianca, Bianca, yeah, you, know, you, you know. being the nostalgia queen, the toys it. that made us and the movies that made us. I'm going to write that down yeah. right now. Those are two super, super dope documentary shows, docuseries. I'm definitely going to be watching that, especially because I've realized, after talking to my brother, I realized, yo, Power Rangers might be the reason why I like uh, Kaiju and Mech, uh, mm. because <laughs> I fell in love with Power Rangers, and I like, I had all of the Zords up until, um, what series was that? I think Wild Force. After Wild Force is when I kind of grew out of having like the Zords and whatnot, because... Yeah, mm -hmm. you get older and whatnot, and you become a teenager, and you get interested in other things. But still, yeah. like I had like almost every single Zord from each series, from Mighty Morphin season three all the way up to Wild Force. So yeah, wow. it's <laughs> that's that's probably why yeah. I like Mech and you know Transformers and and mm -hmm. Kaiju so much. Which yeah. speaking of which, I am I sometime this week I'm going to go see Godzilla. Go see Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Yes, um, big big Godzilla fan. Uh, I, I've heard such great things about this movie, not only from critics but also audience members. And so it's like it's Godzilla. That's my boy. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go see it. Uh, now, granted, I know that this is gonna be similar to like the original Godzilla movies, where Godzilla was the villain. So mm -hmm. this will be interesting to see. But in that retrospect, there is also uh, another Godzilla and Kong movie coming out pretty soon, which of mm -hmm. course. Produced by yeah. Legendary Pictures, and of of mm -hmm. course I got to see the Godzilla and Kong team up. I'm I'm waiting for that. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, y'all already know, man. I'm That's I'm good. I'm ready for my kaiju battles. <laughs> Period, Pooh. Yeah. It sounds like a lituation. Yes, yes. So indeed. a docu series once again. I think since we kind of like on this mm -hmm. uh, nostalgia, right? We got to talk about the orange years. On Hulu, have y'all watched that? Yes, I, I have seen the orange seen that. The orange years. What's it about? Nickelodeon. Oh, <laughs> shut up! Yes. I'm sick. It's on Netflix. No, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. Hulu, the orange years. Let me write that. That joint is mm -hmm. also fire. Shout right. out to the lady that was running Nickelodeon at that time, mm -hmm. because if you. Once you watch the series, it'll make a lot more sense. But basically, yeah, yeah. she was like, what would you do? Um, wild and Crazy Kids. She had that joint going. And My then she favorite. had like all that stuff going. She started doing like Team Nick, the cartoons and stuff. And Bring then when she, she left, right? And then she went to Disney. When mm. she went to Disney, we got Recess. That's a Raven. All yeah, of, yeah. Like you could literally uh -huh. tell... Where exactly. she went, where all the <laughs> you oh can tell when God. she left, and then when she went to Disney, and then when she came back to Nickelodeon, yeah, she came back to Nickelodeon, it was like iCarly and stuff like Drake and Josh, yeah. and then she left again. But you can, it's like, she's literally that fire, like, bro, like, as they were telling the story, yeah. um, in the docuseries, which you know, what I'm saying, I can't wait for you to watch it, but yeah. she was like, bro, like, she's really that fire, bro, as far as like creativity. She had everything just like on point, and like Nickelodeon had that decline, and then yeah. Disney had that boom, and then like yeah. when she went back to Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon went back up. It was like yeah, yeah, that's how it was. was. She's really fire. Yeah, she fire. Like, she deserves more credit. I can't. Remember she really her name. does. I need mm -hmm. to look it up real quick. So girl, yeah, her credit, but yeah, she's fire. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, and also this was again before Nickelodeon was bought by Viacom and became super corporate and things like that. So, um, yeah, yeah. But in any case, yeah, I I did watch the Orange Years, and it was just so nuts to see all of uh just all of that. Um, and not a play on all that, but still, just to see all of the uh, all of that. The, the nostalgia there and all the shows that you used to watch as a kid and. You just like, dang, yo, there was there was some shows that uh, when I watched the Orange Years unlocked some memories that I had completely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. Like I forgot about Hey Dude. Hey um, dude, I, I think about that, that show all the time. That's your shorts. Oh my listen. Yes, salute your shorts. Now that one I, I knew about, so I was like, okay, well, yeah, I remember salute your shorts. But hey dude was one of those things. I was like, Whoa, mm-hmm. memory unlocked. I remember yes. this show, but if you had not mentioned it, I would have completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It was it was nuts seeing that. And of course, you know, Wild and Crazy Kids was my thing. But of mm-hmm. course, my favorite show, um, I was a I was a guts kind of guy. So like Nickelodeon guts and Global Guts was, was my yes. shit. So mm-hmm. I when my mom had, you know, bought the uh, extended cable package. Package. Here. I used to stay on gas. Like, okay. yes, Nick yep. games <laughs> and sports. That's exactly yes. what it's stood for. <laughs> I used oh. to watch. See, I was a, a legend of the Hidden Temple. That's let's me. Go. Yes, let's go on everything. Yeah. I'm like, listen. I I feel like I could still beat it. Like, I feel like I'm a I'm a silver snake at heart or a blue barracuda. On, honorable mention. I will always root for the red jaguars, blue barracudas, or the silver snake. So I feel like at heart. I can make across that moat. I'm getting down the temple of knowledge now. And I'm low at the little extracurricular activities. I might lose a challenge, but that temple I'm getting through it because I'm going to space camp. Like the, yeah. I'm not leaving mm-hmm. here with a lifetime supply pack of ring pops. They used to give bullshit ass <laughs> presents. Like, all right, hey, you know, you didn't make it across the moat, but you're not going away empty-handed. Oh, Mac, tell them what they want. A week supply of Nesquik. It'd be Bro, great. I used to like, love those books. Like, just, just that used to be so dope. Tell them what they want. They do a I'm I'm going to win because I'm like, my mom then flew all the way down here from Lansing, Michigan, because that's where I used to live when I was a kid. She then bought brand new clothes for the summer weather, two plane tickets, air, yep, the hotel. And for me to get down here and lose on the moat, absolutely not. I'm more scared of my mother than them temple guards. Mm-hmm. I'm getting through and we going to space camp. It's going to be lit. It's crazy that you mentioned that because, like, I always wanted to go to space camp. Like, now, as a Boy Scout slash Cub Scout, we uh-huh. would visit these areas, um, whether it be the space, um, whether it be Cape Canaveral or the one that's in Huntsville. I've mm-hmm. went. Um, and technically, we weren't a part of space camp, but we interacted with the space camps kids, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got a, a chance to do those activities and whatnot. But I also wanted to like actually go to space camp for real, for real, because as a kid, it was my dream. Like, hey, I want to be an astronaut. And then I got older and realized how much I hated math as much as I was good at it. <laughs> it, it was one of those things. I was like, I'm good at math, but I can't stand math. So yeah. Um, just yeah, because good. you're good at something, don't mean you're gonna love that shit. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm a fantastic cook, but cooking every day. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> you can kiss it. Like, yeah, no. That's funny. Yeah, because I can write very well, but I'd be like, no, I don't feel like writing smut for y'all today. Just I can't, I don't feel like it. Uh-uh. Not feeding you whores. Not today. You'll live. <laughs> was really, no. really dope about her, the her love of the legends of the hidden temple. You know, kid, we got that thing planned. 
Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm, we definitely got to – we're going to talk to you about it offline because we can't offline. say it on the thing. But when I tell you, woo-wee. I'm going to scream. That's going to be super gay. Can't wait. Super gay. Indeed. Uh, speaking of Legends of the Hidden Temple, it's crazy because green is actually one of my least favorite colors, but I always cheer for the green monkeys. I don't know green why. Green monkeys, let's go. Purple Paris was always ass. They didn't ever make it. The no, green right. monkeys every now and then. Wait, it was. I feel like I miss. Well, oh, the, the orange That's who I was missing. I'm like, it's six. I'm missing one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The silver snakes always made it for some reason. Um, but I, I, same with Ked, though. Green monkeys. I, I mean, I, it might be racist. Don't take my black card, but something about a monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about a monkey and my <laughs> that resonated. I was like, "Hey, yo, security, come get this nigga, man." I was like, "Hey, yo, we oh, back, tell mo- him what you want. A lifetime supply of racism. That a nigga, <laughs> <on the horse. laughs> bro. When them niggas couldn't pull themselves across that river, I used to be like, "Get your fucking ass, guy." <laughs> I used to be so mad. I used to be so mad. Like, nigga, why? Why can't get you make it? Dog, I don't. I don't know if it was this episode um bianca did i tell you this story about when i was four years old and i thought that i i don't know i don't know i had an out-of-body experience i was um it's this place called frankie's fun park which at in my home was like a a, a park where you could you know ride go-karts uh mm-hmm. play mini golf arcade that sort of thing it was a family yeah. fun entertainment uh uh-huh. park and oddly enough i used to work for frankie's when i became a teen but uh-huh. that point aside when i was four years old um when we were doing mini golf the, the way that the mini golf was set up was like kind of like there was water around and like there are ponds around and things like that yeah. and it's, there's no animals in these ponds at least when i was four there wasn't that mm-hmm. changed when i got older because we found some mm-hmm. geese out there but yeah. still we um i'm sitting here like i don't know I, I had an out-of-body experience where I thought that I was on Legends of the Hidden Temple. So I was like, oh I'm going to get across this moat and get to the other side for some strange reason. Knowing good and damn well, I, can't, I still can't swim because I'm four. Right. But I, I don't know. Something about it. I just, I don't know what happened. I just was like, okay, on your mark, get set, go. And I just jumped oh. in. <laughs> the gas. And, <laughs> yeah. And, and they had to run in after me and grab me. They were just like, what happened? I was like. I don't know. I thought I was on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh my and god! Like, <laughs> and they was like, um, and and oddly enough, I think is uh, it's crazy because I did have my swim trunks on, so I don't know. I can't oh, remember if you we went to the pool prepare. early that day or not, but I had them on. So they're like, well, at least you got your swim trunks on. But <laughs> my, my, when my mom picked me up, she was just like, "Now, what caused you to do right. that?" And I'm just sitting there like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> Oh, man, All she could do was shake her head and laugh, like, "Oh yeah. my gosh!" But yeah, that, that that was my out of body experience uh, at, at four years old. So I love that for you. Ten points to Gryffindor. Although I'm a proud Ravenclaw. Gryffindor. Yes. You're hey, Ravenclaw. I, I am. I, I am a Ravenclaw. All respect to uh, Gryffindor. I'm actually Hufflepuff. You know what? You sure are. Yeah, you, you sure are. are. God not you sure are. are. Damn. <laughs> not be not be being stereotyped on It fits you. So well, yes, you are. It makes me mad because, like, I I want to be Slytherin so bad, but no matter what test I take, I'm Ravenclaw to the core. Ain't nothing I can do about it. I'm like, mm, there was I one be like, test. Oh, you're one Potter. Yeah. I want to say it like wow. this, but I can't even do it. I'm in Ravenclaw. It don't work for me. So. No, nah, there was one test that I did that um that did put me in Gryffindor, but 
Um, yeah, most of the tests I took put, put places me in Hufflepuff, so I'm just like, yep. hey, it is what it is, I guess, you know. I... It's so funny because it, it definitely suits you. Yes, what, what, Steve, what's your house? Or you don't know? I don't actually know. Actually, I've seen the whole entire Harry Potter series one time because everybody that watches Harry Potter, y'all seen it five, six times a piece. Literally, so this is what happened. Let's let's talk about it. Here we go. So my ex at the time, she was like, I really want to see the Deathly Hallows part two movie that's coming out. And she was all like, I want you to go with me. And I was like, I've never seen Harry Potter. So we literally, and this is back when Blockbuster was still a thing. Mm-hmm. So we went to Blockbuster and we got like three of the Harry Potter movies at a time. Because at this time, Blockbuster was literally close to shutting down. So they was mm-hmm. like, you know what I'm saying? For $10, you can um, you get three movies, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At a time for like seven bucks. Yeah, so, yeah. We, so we watched all of the Harry Potter series for like a week. Um, and then we went to go see Deathly Hallows in the movie theater. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? But it was I'm too old at that point. You know what I'm saying? Because Harry Potter started now. You're wrong like a, because like, you're never too old for Harry Potter. Ne- ne- right. never too old. Old. Yeah, uh, because but you grew up with it. I'm, oh, but I'm, I didn't. But I did. First of oh, all, because you know my mama. My mom, again, to remind some of y'all, my mom's a super pastor. Hey, Potter. So I wasn't like, that was my mom's reaction. Like, she would send me to school, y'all, with notes and shit on my, she is not to participate in any Harry or any Potter. So I used to have to, like, they would show it on the school, like, on, so Halloween week at my school and, like, middle school, elementary was lit. So they would show Harry Potter all day on the school TVs in every classroom. My mom would put me, be like, you guys to sit outside and read the Bible in class. So I was not allowed. I got into Harry Potter. Like, I decided to read the first book. I'm like, I'm a sneak. I'm reading it. I read the first book in like four hours. I was done with it. I said, oh, this is the greatest thing I ever read. I want to see the movies. I was almost 20, I think. Oh, no, I was 20 and some change. And uh, Deathly Hallows was going to come out. So I went to Family Video and rented all the Harry Potter movies for like $10 with my ex at the time who had never seen the Harry Potter movies. My lane was Bianca Weasley on Facebook for two years. My mom was like, <laughs> because I love Ron. He was just so cute to me. I'm like, oh, that's Bay. I'm a Weasley, period, period. And so I did it like late in the game too. So I'm a new like Potter fan or whatever. And it's lit. So it's okay if you're giving muggle. It's okay if you're Not giving blood, giving blood. Money. It's okay. Don't, don't do that. Hey, we don't use that term my, on here. My ex, <laughs> well, I, I if you're going to be disrespectful with your blue Ravenclaw background, uh, my ex was a Ravenclaw as well. How about that? <laughs> to her because she deserves it. Period, poo. I'm rooting for you in the background. Uh. My biggest problem with her was like, I watched all of those fucking Harry Potter movies. And then when it was time for uh, the new. Hobbit movie to come out. I was like, I'm a Lord of the Rings fan. Let's watch Lord of the Rings. She, she said, couldn't make oh. it through one movie. I was like, wow. wow. I just watched seven to eight movies of bullshit. No <laughs> offense. <to laughs> I, I'm just mad at them because I watched it. Absolutely. You know what? Like, just like the pastor said, it's in the Bible. It ain't gonna cut that bitch off. So I'm happy oh. that you doing <laughs> the better things. Cause what you mean you don't like Lord of the Rings? Cause I'm telling you, I used to watch the extendo versions. I mean, oh. every day I would sit and watch that movie. Like I didn't just see it yesterday. I'm a big Lord of the Rings to the core. So oh, yeah. I get it. So 
my Harry Potter journey was kind of different because I actually went to a Christian school from first, well, from kindergarten all the way to third grade. So of course, when third, when I'm in third grade and it rolls around, you know, it's part of the school. We have, you know, scholastic book fair, but of course all the teachers are there like, do not read Harry Potter. You will not buy this book, yada, yada, so on and so forth. So of course I told my mom about it. My mom was like, Hmm, they told you this Mm -hmm. really now. Mind you, these are white people telling, uh, you know, us not to read this show. And she was like, Hmm, Okay, but then she heard something about it from other churches. And my mom, as heavy as a Christian as she is, she's always, you know, when y'all are, when you get like super, super holy roller, she's she mm. will instantly be like, nope, you know what? I'm going to check it out for myself. And I'm yes. going to make a determination on whether this is going to be bad for my kid or not. Mm-hmm. She started reading and she was like, it's good versus evil. Yes. What are we, what are we talking about here? So yep. she was like, yep. no, you can read this. So I started reading. And we used to make it a competition on who could finish the book first. Um, I finished yeah. book one before she did. She finished book two before I did. Mm-hmm. And then I finished book three. She finished book four. And then five, six, and seven. I read before she even touched it. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good times. And, yep. Yep. And then um, currently, like, I, I'm actually in a Harry Potter reread. I'm on the Deathly Hallows reread now. Um, yeah. I stopped, like, kind of midway because I was trying to do other things. I'm like, well, I know what happens, but still, uh, still it's always happens. fun to reread because yeah. the differences between the movies and the books can be so stark at times. It's mm-hmm. like, damn, there's a lot of information that the movies did not include that's kind of essential to the plot. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, because you wonder about, oh, that's a plot hole in the movie. It ain't a plot hole in the book. Yeah. Which reminds me, random question. Do y'all have a favorite book? Like, what is your favorite, favorite book or book? Hermione with the Prisoner of Azkaban necklace, the time travel. If you know me, time travel is my shit. So her doing that shit, that shit was fire. Prisoner of Azkaban. I love it. I'm cracking up because, first of all, I wasn't even talking Harry Potter. I was talking about, like, book, period. But I love it. Oh. My bad. My bad. Hermione. No. I thought we were talking about Harry Potter. My bad. Now, I will say my favorite Harry Potter book is book four, The Goblet of Fire, which, oddly enough, is my least favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. The Goblet yeah. of Fire is my favorite one. It's yeah. it's my least favorite movie, but my favorite book. So mm. that's that's that. Um, as far as my favorite book in general, yeah. Um, I'm gonna throw a, a I'm gonna go back into the past a little bit. There's a book called The Kite Runner, and I've heard of that. Yeah, it's mm. it's you know it's based in Afghanistan. Uh, so it's it's actually one of my favorite books to read, and it was one of my favorite books as a teen. So if you haven't checked it out, I mean, it's it's it gets really dark, and obviously, with everything going on in Afghanistan now, it's uh-huh. kind of like shit. No, but a, a I'm happy I made it back from over there. I've been there, done that. Shout out to yeah, the vet. I I saw the, I saw the movie as well. Period. Definitely, definitely. There's a lot of rocks. It's not snow like I mean, it's not like sand like you thought. It <laughs> yeah. snowed over there. There was rocks. Oh my god, I trained in like heat for like two like okay, so like all summer we trained in like million degrees of heat, and then I got over there and it was snowing. I said, Oh my god, like I was not a happy ham. I was like, I'm calling the police. Like, I, I don't understand this, you yeah, know. But favorite book. My favorite book, I actually have two. My favorite book is a book called Ophelia by Lisa Klein. And it's basically the story of Ophelia and Hamlet, but it's being told from Ophelia's side. And like the first line is just like, I, I regret to inform you that Hamlet has died. And I'm like, what? Like, so, and it just, it, you read this book over and over, hoping to goodness that like 
he doesn't die and that stuff work out, but it never do. And it's just like, uh, I've read that book a million, billion times. My other favorite, there's a series called the Jim and Doyle series. And the first book is called um, A Great and Terrible Beauty. I'm really into books that are like fantasy and books that are like set back where there's kings and queens and vassals and knights. And I love it. So this or and magic. I love stuff about it. And this series is about a girl who discovers she has like magic powers where she can travel between this world and another world. And Ooh. she kind of shows her friends how to do it. And it's like the most disgustingly good. They, they should have made it a movie. If they would have made it a movie series, y'all, it would have been 50 Shades of Trifling. It was just so, 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 so good. I, I cry. I don't, I do cry everything, y'all. I'm a cry baby. I cry about everything. <laughs> I, sobbed on this book oh my god the third book had me in tears i can't remember oh it's called because wait it's a great type of beauty then rebel angels i think is the second one and the third one is the sweet fourth thing oh sobbed but those are my answers not that y'all ask but you have a favorite book d my so my favorite author mm -hmm. um is walter dean myers i don't know mm. if you know who that is Heard the name. but walter dean myers made this book called the mouse rap um, mm. which was a young adult type book or whatever. I read it and I low key read it in the fourth grade. So it was supposed mm -hmm. to be for young adults, but for a fourth grader, oh, that wow. was like a little spicy. And I was like, yeah. oh, I like this. So then I, <laughs> every time I went to the library, I was like, I need to go find Walter D. Myers. So I would type his name in, in the search engine. Yeah. And then I read cool, uh, cool Clyde, fast Sam and stuff. And mm. then I read another one. Um, what was the joke? It was uh called Hoops. Yeah. Like everything about Walter Dean Myers was like, I need to read it, I need to find it. Yes. If I low-key, you know what I'm saying? Like if I somewhat quote unquote take off and become famous and, and stuff like that, <clears throat> Walter Dean Myers, I'm gonna make your stories into live action, <laughs> whatever. Because that's just uh, like really, really dope. I um I love Walter Dean Myers, man. You That's like Monster yeah. is like his huge, like big selling story or whatever. I've heard that. That's the book. Like, I feel like I've seen that book cover. Like, I see it in my head. Monster. Mm -hmm. That's his book. Let me go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Walter Dean Myers is really, really a dope ass writer. Like, I really, really, really fuck with it. I Poor love people, dark stuff. You know what I'm saying? As a black person, you know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Before the people. Okay. And it's all about us. You know what I'm saying? In every Ooh, fucking book. See, I'm saying, I'm going to look it up right now because that's my type of time. That's yeah. my type of time. Hold away. And he's the Leo. You know what I'm saying? He's born August 12th, Oh, y'all are all Leos. Ugh. Oh, what do we do, y'all? Listen, I don't, I don't really believe in the star signs because I think it's silly, but I do believe in. I don't even. I really don't. I believe in enough to just have fun with it because, especially because I'm jealous because I don't know the time I was born. My parents don't remember. Um, they, they just some, and then it's the, it's not on my birth certificate, so I gotta call the hospital I was born and see it. Can y'all pull these records from like 1990 and find out the time? But that is sad. There are some things I feel like do to, I get along with Leos like you wouldn't believe, but dating them, Leos are poison to Aries. Oh my God. It'll either be the best experience you ever had or your worst nightmare. You will cry and sob and cry in the car. I'm just like, mm -hmm. yuck. Leos uh -huh. will, uh. it depends because August Leos and like 
July Leos are a little different, but they still get the same result. Like they're gonna mm -hmm. hurt your feelings, but in two different ways. Like August Leos are gonna they're gonna make you like them a whole lot and then really hurt your feelings and be smooth about it and then have you sitting there thinking like that she was the problem. Yes, and you weren't, but they so fresh. It just eh. and then <laughs> July Leos, they cry babies, and I'm just like, ugh. So God yeah. bless them. Uh I won't say too much about it on air, but Leo's are <laughs> Le yeah, whatever. We 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 the shit. Let's just keep it that. <laughs> oh. Boo. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. <laughs> My bad. Oh, what did I miss? It, it's the war of the star signs. What's your so sign? I'm a Taurus. Taurus, okay. See, I, I knew she was gonna make that face. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, what you got against Taurus? See, there's nothing wrong with y'all, Taurus. Like, it depends. Are you like an like an April Taurus or a May Taurus? I'm a May Taurus. Okay, I can forgive you for that. Then that's not oh. bad. <laughs> oh, not forgive me. That ain't God bad, damn. Taurus. Y'all just stubborn. Like y'all, y'all set in y'all ways. Y'all are just very like y'all just so cool, calm, and collected. But chaos. It is. It is just. Ugh, y'all bullheaded. That's that's a dog on fact. But other than that, y'all are doable. I guess. Well, I mean, don't believe niggas act that way because they were born on a Thursday in December. Like, like, I, I'm, I'm like, like Yo, you're just a fucked up individual. Is what that yeah. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Letter you, of the you day. Act that way eight. because your parents raised you a certain way. Yes. They did mm -hmm. some shit, and that's what like everybody yeah. that the zodiac signs. Low key, when you look at those things. Them shits be so generic. I'd be like, damn, I'm a Gemini today. Like, <laughs> it's, gonna be so it's gonna be so fucking generic. Hey, now, oh, as far as Zodiac and astrology, there are some folk who will get real deep into it and mm. like they'll point out some things about your character that maybe you didn't know about. Like, I one of my friends, I showed my whole birth chart to, and she was just like, Oh, that's the you know, that's the reason why you act a certain way. And I'm like, Hmm, okay, mm -hmm. never knew that, but Fact. all right. But uh, some people like when I when I tell them when I am because of course I'm a uh, um, I'm a Taurus sun, but I'm also a Taurus ascendant or rising, and they're just like, oh, you a Taurus, Taurus. I was like, right, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs> a double Taurus, right? Yeah. They're just like that means that you you are a Taurus and you act like a Taurus. I'm like, okay, well, yeah, <laughs> I whatever y'all, whatever y'all mean by that. That shit be yep. so generic. They be like, you was breathing today, ain't you? I be like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit be so generic. I be like, oh, I love it. But yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Well, um, yeah, guys. Uh, so there's that. But um, I did at least want to get more in into uh some more nostalgia here because listen we got the nostalgia queen on here we got we gotta we gotta dive deep into this so i just got a, a couple of questions to ask everybody when it comes to like your favorite album to go back to now this could be any album whether it be r&b rap hell rock if you got it uh gospel what's your favorite album to go back to like you can put this on repeat every single time and you never get tired of it kendrick lamar's good kid man city yeah. My favorite Ralph album, no skips. I love the story. I love the freestyle. I love the, it is just disgustingly good hip hop album. 
it's that for me. It's also 2014 uh, Forest Hills Drive by J. Cole is another one of my absolute favorite, favorite rap albums, start to finish, nasty good. Um, I really like, um, um, I can do anti, loud, Mm -hmm. and um, unapologetic by Rihanna. All those are are very, very good. And my other one is Aaliyah's self-titled album. I really, really, I've always enjoyed that. Mm. Very good, very smooth. Um, just class. Oh, oh, and um, Michael Jackson's Bad album. I love real bad. Yes. I love it. I love Bad. I love Thriller. I love Off the Wall. I like all of his early stuff. But that Kendrick Lamar, that is that is literally like my go-to. Clean the house to. Oh, also Chloe and Halle's um, um, Ungodly Hour album. Oh my God, they played hmm. them girls' yeah. face. That album was. Deliciously good. It was so yes. so 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 good. So those are my favorites to do anytime, any place. Don't matter. That's me. What about y'all? Uh, so speaking of um ungodly hour, there's uh one song on there that I can never play again. Not because it's not bad, it's just kind of linked to a memory. I'm just like, I don't want to relive that right now, so I have mm-hmm. to skip it. But uh that's another topic for another discussion. <laughs> um so as far as me, you've already mentioned Good Kid, Mad City. I, there's no reason mm-hmm. for me to mention that again, but that is one album that I will go back to. Um, mm-hmm. I just re-listened to 2014 Forest Hills Drive for a specific reason mm-hmm. um, with a episode that's actually coming on this uh, in January. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, if... Um, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know if you're uh, familiar with our series. We do something that's called Music Roundtable, and oh. there are a couple times that we... This is what we do. There are episodes where we either will have a tournament where we will put certain groups against each other um, or live on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, There are episodes where we just talk about the albums in general. Um, And then there is music roundtable episodes where we actually rank a person's discography. So uh, what we did... Um, to start it off, uh, we of course we did Nas first, and then we of course we have to add to that. But then there was one episode last year in 2022 where we did all of TDE, and this was before Kendrick had dropped uh, Mr. Morale. Yeah. So we did all of TDE's uh, current artists at the time. Of course, we uh, did not do Dochi because Dochi hadn't signed to TDE yet. Uh-huh. Um, but still, That's we lit. were yeah we we ranked all of their albums at the time uh so we were like well if we did tde we gotta do dreamville so dreamville is coming up uh really 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 soon yes. i will be tuning into that because i love that idea so bad that is just oh i love it i'm gonna be all ears Let okay me know. I, I will definitely let you know yes i love that so yeah the lone nigga on the podcast that's a j cole over kendrick guy um the long nigga and i stand on it but um i i can't wait for this dreamville mm. yeah. he he definitely stands alone on that because i'm definitely kendrick over j cole but that's not to say j cole is bad because if i had to put them as you know in the ranking system my kendrick is one a and then j cole is one b to me whereas the it's the opposite for uh yeah. For Steve. yeah like nobody else is in the conversation if we're talking about that is one A and one B. Me, I, me, I am while while we putting two bad bitches against each other. I'm like these niggas is unreal, <laughs> unreal. Like especially yes. when they drop, I'm still at, to this day holding that we the never Black got Friday. That? 
where they yeah. wrapped over each other's beat. And I'm like, you niggas are disgusting for leaving me hanging like this. Cause this is just, this, I need more. I need to be fed masters. What I'm are y'all saying. doing? Oh my goodness. We, we never got that collab album. We never got that, that TDE collab album either, which is funny because Dreamville did a couple of them. And I'm just like, Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna crazy how that works. You know what I'm saying? The best, <laughs> yeah. the best, just you it. just go hype me up to to talk shit. Okay, my bad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, in in any case, yeah, uh, those are some albums that I go back to. One classic hip hop album that I find myself always going back to, um, is I'm a big bone those guys. So mm-hmm. E1999 Eternal is one that I will like always play up mm-hmm. and down. Uh, there is also uh, Tupac's Me Against the World. I could play that nonstop because, in my opinion, that right. is his best album. Period. Like, you can change one about All Eyes on Me, or you can do, you know, Mac- Machiavelli. But mm-hmm. now, nah, that for me, Me Against the World is like up here, yeah. Um, and, and then, uh, as far as like classic RB albums, I always go back to Donnell Jones, Where I Want to Be. That's, in my opinion, one of the greatest RB albums of all time. Uh, I will instantly turn on, as you said, Aaliyah. Uh, I did, I recently, when her out, when her whole discography became available on uh, Spotify, I listened to all yes. of her albums, with the exception of the first one, AJ Number no, But a Number Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't support that, that bullshit. Uh, nope, nope. But, um, yeah, I listened to everything straightforward like a couple of times. Yeah. Um, there is uh, another album that I'm thinking of that I just uh, it's like I can't quite put my finger on, it, and I know that I, I listen to this consistently, but it's escaping me for some strange reason. And I want to call the, it's not Usher. No, no, no. Cause mm-hmm. I, I will listen to confessions, but it's not the, it's mm-hmm. not that it's not him. It's something else. I'll come back to it. But mm-hmm. uh, Steve, do you have any albums that you always go back to? Oh, so my number one album that I go back to the most <clears throat> easily is the definitive collection by Stevie wonder. It is absolutely every time I have to go back. It's a compilation album, obviously, of all his greatest hits. Yeah. And um, Stevie Wonder is my favorite artist of all time. I still stand on that. Um, So, yeah, I listen to the Defendant Collection probably once a week. Um, Then I would definitely go with the So Far Gone mixtape from Mm -hmm. Drake. Yes. I will go with Common's album called B. Um, B mm-hmm. is like one of my favorite albums of all times. Um, and then I would probably go with um, the first Daniel, well, the one, the Daniel Cesar album that got him popular before he got canceled and shit called mm-hmm. Freedom. Freedom. Yes. Uh, Freedom is like one of my favorite R&B yeah. albums. Like yes. Daniel Cesar really was on one and um even though he's quote unquote canceled and stuff like that right now mm-hmm. he still he still ain't missed <laughs> like, no, I, mean, I, I be sneaky sneaky listening to his yeah. albums <laughs> there's a couple people I gotta sneak and listen to because I'm like this motherfucker hard I don't- <laughs> I'm like I, I I'm not gonna say that on the TL but damn I'll be like I'm listening to this I'll be texting my husband like man I got this person this is so good and we'll talk about that later 
I fuck but, with Daniel Cesar, even though everybody else don't like him. I'll be like, ah, I, I, <laughs> listen, Dan, Daniel Cesar was was that guy, man. Like, listen, I I enjoyed his music. So when he mm-hmm. when he went and canceled himself, when he told people to cancel, I'm like, now why would you do that, bro? Why right? would you do this for no reason? For no like, reason. You didn't have to do this. You know what? I another honorable mention album to me. Sierra has a self titled album called Sierra. That is mm-hmm. her best. When I say that shit is good, like. No skips, start to finish. It's hard. It has real, but then I realized it's like, oh, future produced this, and I feel bad that this is your best shit. Cause I don't care. I'm like, she got <laughs> iconic, like nostalgia stuff. I'm like, but that Sierra album is very, very good. It's so good. Cause my husband, he don't really listen to girly music. Obviously, he's like, you know, mm-hmm. real nigga. You know, so he don't be. He listens to, you know, he do like Don Tolliver. Don Tolliver makes dynamite ass music. Nice. So yes. we, uh, nice. he put me on it. Which, by the way, just as a side note. Y'all, I have went to see so many. I've seen Chris Brown, Future, Drake, Wiz, Snoop, all these niggas in concert. I have never been to a better concert than Don Tolliver. When I say that, it was lit. You guys, I am not kidding you. Don Tolliver's concert was an experience like I've never, ever had before. Big, 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 big shout outs to them. Big shout outs to the tour. Oh my gosh, Don Tolliver was amazing. So that's that. But yeah. Back to what y'all was saying. Sierra's album, very, very good. 10 out of 10. One of my other faves to spend the block. I'm trying to think of any other albums that I've been spending. I mean, that hasn't been said because y'all already said All the Good, good Kid, Mad City, 2014, mm-hmm. Forest Hills Drive. Those mm-hmm. already been said. Um, I will say, as far as, I mean, since it's the season, a Christmas album that I really love that I feel like it slept on is CeeLo Green's Christmas album was you preaching that that shit was gas what is it good yeah I'm gonna like I'm so every year we we turn like we uh, turn our phones off put on Christmas music decorate the crib and I was looking for new Christmas albums to add to my queue I'm gonna add the magic the magic moment go ahead and go I'm adding it right now right now I'm just gonna tell you this um his rendition of Mary, did you know? Hmm. Fire. We'll have you, we'll, yeah. You like, literally have you praising the Lord in the middle of nowhere. Like when, when you press Lord. the first play button, and then what Christmas means to me come on, and he just starts this one, like, this one, the magic moment. Yeah. All right, yes. I'm gonna add it right yeah. now. Yeah. Let me that it. I actually between that and then the lady killers, I really love the lady killers since we on see love right now. Mm-hmm. The lady killers mm-hmm. is one of my favorite albums as well. Really? Like I really fucked with mm-hmm. C Love a lot. Yeah, C Lo is uh that guy, man. Dude mm-hmm. is multifaceted and multi-talented. Um mm-hmm. sing and rap. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, absolutely. While we're on the subject of Christmas music. There is a Christmas slash technically Easter album that I always go back to every Christmas because it kind of fits. Um, it fits Christmas to me more than it would Easter. Um, it's Handel's Messiah, a soulful celebration. Yes. Yes. I'm yes, glad absolutely. that you know what I'm talking about, Bianca, yes. because a lot of people don't know about that joint, but oh. it, yes, yeah. I. Always go back to it every Christmas because it is such a great album. For those who are not familiar with Handel, 
um, or the music of Handel. Of course, you you mm-hmm. probably will have heard it in passing in the background somewhere of some movie, um, unless you've done a deep dive and decided to listen to it. It's classical music, obviously, mm-hmm. and um, you, if you know about the Hallelujah chorus, then that's that's also where that stems from. Yes. Mm-hmm. So with that, with Handel, a soulful celebration. You have black artists who have come to do their version of these classical songs. And yes, it is very nineties because this album came out in 1992. So Mm -hmm. you can tell uh, it is very um, old school gospel slash, uh, I guess it's old school gospel now since it's the nineties, but it's kind of hard to say that, but Mm -hmm. very old school gospel slash house music slash uh, new Jack swing. It's, it's, it's prevalent throughout the album, but it is, Still to this day, fantastic to hear black folk do their rendition of these classical songs. It's like, yes. wow, it is absolutely amazing. And mm-hmm. shout out to Quincy Jones for putting all of that together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's multiple artists, but it, it, it ranges from uh Tevin Campbell was on there, you had Sounds mm-hmm. of Blackness on there, mm-hmm. you had Stevie Wonder on there, rest yes. in peace, Al Jarreau, he was on there. Yeah, uh Tremaine Hawkins. Uh, I'm trying to think of some mm-hmm. other artists mm-hmm. that was uh, on there, but there is just a, a lot of people that were included yes. in this album, and it's absolutely fantastic. Bunch. I love it. We don't get stuff like that anymore. We Last don't. album, I swear, I'm done. To Janelle Monet makes dynamite music. I'm Ooh, telling yes. you right now, that dog on Electric Lady was mm, my first mm, album, but I love Electric Lady was so good. That and Dirty Computer. Excellent albums. I really liked her newest one. I like I like her new one. Her new oh, one is very in your face, one. very nasty, very. I mean, oh my goodness, it's just very grown woman. She's very much telling. Listen, I like bitches, and I'm like, you know what? We all do. Yes, let's. <laughs> so, I mean, and, it worked out. Yeah. But I mean, uh, it looks like she might still like niggas too. Because mm-hmm. did you see her at uh, Usher's live performance? Listen, I had said, that had that man shook. <laughs> like, yeah, Usher shook. He is a femme fatale. Like she's like dripping and just like you know what? I want to go home with you. Whatever you say, yes, ma'am. Is that? Is mm-hmm. that? Yeah. She's the bomb. I, I swear, if Janelle Monet ever said, "Hey, you coming home with me tonight?" I, I would instantly be like, "Oh, oh I am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> no Absolutely. <laughs> Listen, I'm going, and my man's coming too. We're all gonna have a good time." That's what's gonna happen. Like, yo, she is, she is really, um, she's, yeah, she's awesome. That's that's the best way to put that because I was gonna say she is such an, in in my view, she is, she has such a presence about her, and you just have to respect it no matter what. This is like, yeah, you 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 got Mm -hmm. it. I don't know what it is, but you got it. So, period. See, I definitely, definitely. Hey, I'm with it. I'm with it. So, uh, I'm trying to think of one more um, album for me as far as like R and B is concerned. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm trying to think about this R and B album that I consistently go back to, but I I can't. It's like I want to name it, but I I just can't think of it at the top of my head. It'll it'll pop into my head. Watch as soon as the pod is over, I'm gonna be like, oh, it's this now. It was this. Yep, and and I'm gonna be mad as hell too. I'm just like, damn it, it'd be like that. But be like um. Oh, you remember Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite. Maxwell, see, I never really yeah. got into him all like that. My, I'm writing this stuff down because I want to listen to new stuff. Maxwell. Yeah, listen, 
Maxwell's Maxwell's Urban Hang Suite specifically. It's his first album, um, his uh-huh. first mainstream album, and it's yeah. whew, when we yeah. talk about. I know that we say that we don't want to like, and a lot of neo soul artists didn't want to put themselves in like a box of neo soul. Yeah. But when it comes to that, that album is the blueprint of mm. what neo soul is, in my mm. opinion. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Between that and Baduism, so, listen, that woman. Mm, mm, mm. Her music is really, really, really good. I like mm-hmm. it. I like her with everything she talking about, everything she walking about. And I'm like, whatever you got, ma'am, that I just want one scoop of it to go because I can't stay here. I just need a little <laughs> scoop to take with Mama. me in bed. <laughs> stay too long. Around. You go get caught okay, in right? the bottom box. Listen, I'll be out there pregnant by her. Okay. Cause I don't know. Like she, she got something going on. I'm like, ma'am. Put it away. <laughs> no, Not listen. Good. At, good. At, Erica is also one of those people who have that presence about them. You just like, oh yes, ma'am. I want to sit under your learning tree, but I can't stay too long because right. yeah. Like, yeah. Y'all know who else makes really good music? When I tell you Willow Smith albums, I love them all. They're very alt. They're very hmm. they're emo. They're rock. They're R and B. They're like she. Oh my gosh. Willow Smith's music describes just me as a person. Like, if you want, like, it, it, it just, it's just me as a human being. And I'm like, she gets me and I get her. And she's just like, oh, surprisingly, she has such a beautiful voice. She has like a rock star voice. And I ha- I'm happy that like other people are just now starting to find out how cool, like how good her music is. Oh my goodness. In rotation, very easy. Her last album just came out. Is really, you know, for for the emo boys and girls, for the rock stars, for the, you know, when I want to, you it's for y'all, and it, it's it's mm-hmm. a beautiful, beautiful, um, very she, well put together album. But she makes bomb ass music. Is it better she than can. her brothers? Jn makes music for like uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunions and <laughs> at, at BZ Discovery Zone. I like science. I like Sire. Sire was good. I ain't gonna hold you. His but the second is, one, I didn't really care for. They're they're two very different people. I like Sire. I ain't gonna hold you. It was it was very good. It was a good hip hop album. I like Willow's music because hers, you can feel her music. Her his music, like you can your body can feel it, but like Willow's music, your soul can feel it. Like she's talking about stuff like like, hey mom, I met this boy. He played guitar. Um, you know, he he loves Quentin Tarantino and, and really sad songs. Like, he has anxiety attacks when he wakes up in the morning. You know, it's like, but I think I love him. Like, is that bad? Like, and it's so, it's just, you know, it's 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 a beautiful mess. She sings about stuff like, oh, I wish I had a time machine I, so I could go back to 1993 when she wasn't even here. So she's just like, you know, talking about mm-hmm. what would that be like? Da, 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 da. It's, she got real good collab. She got stuff with SZA. She got stuff with her brother. Like, Willow's music is bomb. Trust me, mm-hmm. I tell you. She, she, you know her. Uh, her mom was in like a bunch of metal bands and stuff like that. We don't talk crazy. about Bruno on this podcast. Like, no, who is she? Her mom too, maybe. <laughs> no, her mom was a really good. But what's crazy is Willow. Just shut up, y'all. See y'all ain't shit. Willow. She she went and um she performed one of her mom's songs and it sounded ten times better than when Jada was. Oh yeah, we know who's mm-hmm. better artist. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. There's a reason why she's just acting. Willow oh, rocking mm -hmm. and Jada rocking the cradle. All right, so moving right along. We <laughs> I'm dark humor. Please excuse me. I hey. don't feel bad. <laughs> I don't feel bad about that. Yeah, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> <laughs> so uh with that. Uh, I, I know we got a couple more minutes here that we can go on. Um, so I, I do want to ask, is there a nostalgic show that you will always watch no matter what and that you will always go back to? Hmm. Speaking of what we were just talking about, The Fresh Prince. Uh, the Fresh Prince and Jamie Foxx show. I was about to say Jamie Foxx. I will watch those. Mm -hmm. Jamie Foxx is the pinnacle. But those two shows, I watch those. I don't care when. I it probably for me is definitely Jamie Foxx. I was watching that the other day, crying tears, laughing because that was listen, Jamie Foxx top three, and it ain't three, and that's all I'm gonna say about mm -hmm. that shit. Okay, because period. Um, I could still get into Martin every now and then. You gotta skip to the good episodes because some of the episodes is bullshit, but uh, but yeah. I will admit some of the episodes is dumb funny, and it, you can't take that away from the boy. Like Martin mm -hmm. is always good. Um, I watch Sister Sister a lot. I think Sister Sister is still funny and it's still cool. When they put all of that on Netflix, it was really dope to be able to get back into the porkers and you know all that type of stuff. Um, but oh, yeah. I'm trying to think what show do I, I don't really go back and watch like how I used to. Like when I was younger, I would sit and watch my show was Teen Titans, like the original one. Y'all mm -hmm. obsessed. I was and still am very much obsessed with the original Teen Titans, and I, I think it was. I would I would probably like sell my soul for a season six of that, like for all the closure. Mm -hmm. I need the terror closure. I need the the red X closure. I need the I need all of that. I need all yes. of that. So, um, but yeah, definitely it's probably Teen Titans. So I still go back and watch them to this day. Teen Titans. <laughs> no, I've fared. Listen, the original Teen Titans is still one of my uh hits right here. Is it still yeah. one of my pride and joys, man? Like, mm -hmm. I, I love that show, and I'm like, mm -hmm. you, I want closure, but Period. that's not to shit on Teen Titans Go because Teen Titans Go is funny as hell. It's but hilarious, yes. <laughs> I am glad I gave it a chance, y'all, because I swear to god, I was like. I'm People wouldn't give it a chance, and that shit is fire. You got kids now, and I'm like, what the fuck is this bullshit? And I'm like, oh, not this being funny. And then you six episodes in, two seasons in, I'm like, oh, this is bad. I'm, I'm not I'm gonna hooked. I'm not gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna start some problem. Uh -uh. The amazing world of gumball is the funniest show in Cartoon Network history, and I don't care what nobody says. And you are not wrong. <laughs> I don't care what nobody uh, the amazing. I'm it ain't the greatest, but as far okay, as okay, 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 okay. I was gonna say, yes, the funniest show, the funniest, I okay, the I, can, I can live with that because Gumball is definitely funny as hell. Like, yes. I ain't never gonna hold yes. you, but yeah, what's what were you about to say? The greatest was Bianca, the greatest cartoon I have ever seen on Cartoon Network. Deadass Steven Universe. I'm telling you, Steven mm -hmm. Universe, there is nothing topping that. When I say I laughed, I mm -hmm. cried. So my like I, I think I've told you before, my father and I had like a real estranged relationship. And he kind of came back into my life. He um he 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 was like an addict, an addict or whatever. And he tells a story, so I had no problem sharing that. 
and he is clean now. It's been five years that he's doing amazing. I think it's no, no, I'm lying. It's six now. Six, period, poo. Heh. Big six, not the little one. It's lit. I'm so proud of him. But we literally, y'all, mended our relationship over Steven Universe. So we started it. So he was like, hey, he like texted me. We were kind of still on the rocks. Have you seen this? Because we're both nerds, by the way. Have you mm-hmm. seen the show Steven Universe? I was like, no. I'm like, should I? And it went from that to, did you see what happened on this part? Like, did you see Rose did this? Da-da-da-da. Oh, my goodness. Da-da-da. Call sobbing on the phone, apologize because we just supposed to love each other. We we we're gems and Steven Universe is right. dynamite. I didn't care too much for Steven Universe future. It was not better than the original original one, but Steven Universe landslide ain't nothing touching that. And I'll argue. It, what's crazy about it is like people are so nostalgic for putting mm-hmm. like a better word. I had a conversation with the niggas on it, Bob, and I said I would put Adventure Time, Gumball, and Steven Universe against any three shows in Cartoon Network history. And I think that they will wax. I think low key, I think that they will wax. That's, that's going to be tough, man, because at, um, outside of those three, because I'm Steven Universe and Adventure Time and regular show are my top three yeah, new way regular show too. Car, car, uh, Cartoon Network shows, but as far as like the cartoon cartoon era, mm-hmm. I, I was more of a I'm, I'm a code name Kids Next Door, yes. Ed and Nettie, and um, what was the third one? Not Johnny yeah, Barlow. That's that that Dexter Laboratory. Dexter Kids Next Door. So like. Dexter's Laboratory, Johnny Bravo, Powerpuff Girls and stuff was an error. And yes. then there was a gap. And then Kids Next Door came out. So yes. I feel like you can't even put Kids Next Door in that group. But if mm. you do put them in that group, cool, whatever. I still have Adventure Time, yeah. uh, Gumball, and yeah. Steven Universe above. Yeah. All. They were different eras. like, And I agree yeah. with you. Like there were, So they were asking, like, oh, well, which, you know, I saw it on Twitter the other day, about a month ago. It was just like, you know, which uh channel like had the best you know was it disney was a cartoon network but i'm like you have to understand there was a time like where one of these was running shit like at when we were mm-hmm. younger yet nickelodeon was there was nothing touching nickelodeon because you had rugrats you had all that all that you had all this stuff at the same time and then out of nowhere you kind of got your oh no no when we were little little it was that and disney channel because disney channel had you know your tailspin your goof troop mm-hmm. your rescue mm-hmm. rangers which is Pinnacle. This was Darkwing Duck and and oh, what was the one? Bonkers. I know y'all remember that. Bonkers, oh, that's the- wow. you know, memory you know, unlocked you know, again. The Soldier Queen gonna do it to you. I would say right. Yep. Definitely bonkers. You know what I'm saying? And then you had that era where it was just like, hey, by the time we was like, it was like 2004, 2005. This is when Cartoon Network. That's when you had your Cartoon Cartoon Fridays. That's when you had all your, you know, your cow with chicken and your inappropriate stuff, you know, on TV. And nothing mm-hmm. was touching that because this is when. Nickelodeon was falling off. It was like nobody's watching that. That's they had to remember. I always talk about the commercial where the Nickelodeon network came over and like we're not even supposed to be on this channel, you know. (laughs) Bro, that's what was fire. Who was the love of my life? That was the first time I knew. I was like, oh, something wrong with me because he a cartoon, but I want him. I'm like, what's wrong with me? And now here I am, a complete Gojo and Levi Stan who needs help but doesn't want any. Send a smart book, ladies. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and I, I have no problem with the same corner, man, or, or those who sent for uh 
anime uh characters because listen me me and princess ibana go together bad i'm just gonna say that that is that that is if ain't nobody else in anime princess ibana gonna do it for me every single time so captain levi ackerman could come and crack this backerman all right so moving right Michiko comes through. Oh, it. yes, her too. <laughs> Whenever Michiko decides she wants to come through, or Revy from Black Lagoon. Because, yes. I mean, you know, it is what it whatever is. they want to. It mm. is what it is. I'm just going to, I got to put an hey, yo after that. <laughs> I'm going to put it in later when I edit, but that's, that I'm is going to be so crazy. Because that's because I mean that. Yes. <laughs> <It> can... Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Listen, okay. Me and Levi oh, Ackerman, man. we can oh, get Crackerman. What's up? Like he's my lock screen. They know what's what's up. Like <laughs> it is what it is. Nah, um, folk in Courtney's stream yesterday were trying to debate on how tall Levi really was. I'm like, yo, Levi's like five two, five three in real he's life. My well, size, but <laughs> and that's what my size. My size, my size Barbie. Oh, <laughs> right, exactly. Courtney gang, love you, Pooh. She's my fave. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh shout out to none of my friends watching anime, aka yeah. Courtney doing the damn thing. Like, yeah, I, I I gotta tell her, like, yo, please be sure that you watch this episode or, or listen to this episode. You're gonna you're gonna die laughing like real time. Yeah, uh, goodness. So uh as far as like nostalgia shows, just getting back on track for me. Um, I'm a living single guy. Like, I will go back and and and, and watch it because in my opinion, living single is that show and i'm just gonna say it right there i'm, I'm gonna say it right here right now because somebody says uh my boss was like you don't seem like you're the a friends kind of guy you seem like you watch shows like the office and when i was like i do watch the office but but no i am not a friends person i'm a living single person because mm-hmm. living single was before friends and living single influenced friends and i hate that friends got all the hype and love that living single should have got fuck friends. Sorry, I'm just gonna say it. I, I, I gotta say it. I had to say it. But yeah, I'm definitely a living single guy. So that that was that was my show, and, and I actually went back on Hulu and, and uh, I'm up to season two on my rewatches. So there's that. Uh, I will say that uh, Jamie Foxx show definitely. Anytime that it's on, I'm I'm glued and I'm watching. Uh, the Wayans Brothers was also another show that I love just to watch. Mm-hmm. Anytime it pops on, I'm glued. Now I love Martin, but as you said, you gotta be selective with certain episodes. Yeah. Um <laughs> it is what I, it is. I'm just I there is one episode that I, I will always always go go back to. Um it's the, the Varnell Davis episode. <laughs> like <laughs> shout out to Tommy Davidson, man. But any yeah. anytime the Varnell Milken show yeah. going, that is that is my did you miss me like that that yes. whole that whole two-parter i'm like yep that's 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 yes that is my that is my episodes man yes. but um oh i remember i was like what's the show i know what my show is y'all for a fact it's tom and jerry it's tom and jerry for me mm-hmm. not when i don't say, you believe listen got his ass beat he's like don't play I love Tom and Jerry so bad. I still watch it to this day. I watch it and laugh like I have not seen it before because it's that funny to me. My favorite episode is that one where they are watching home movies. The cats, they didn't snuck all the watching all the home movies about how they was beating up Spike and da 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 da. And then they caught him at the end. Spike was like, oh, it's funny. Yeah. I love, love, love <laughs> that episode. Definitely Tom and Jerry for me. Violent. 
Tom used to always. Oh, yeah. Yeah, say, that's that's yeah, all yeah. I want to say, bro. Bro, always, always caught it. Go ahead, uh, Steve. My wife and kids. I forgot about that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Def- definitely a good show. And now that y'all talk about Teen Titans and y'all like wanting an ending, like my wife and kids, the Wayne's brothers, give us an ending. We never got it. Do you know we yep. didn't get into that? We didn't get into Moesha. We didn't get and they just cut the niggas off TV. Just and, suck, and who man. I got to talk to about that because I'm mad to this day. Yeah, I need an ending. I need that closure. That's something that's huge for me. I closure is a big thing in my life. I have yeah, a that's why anime and <laughs> give it to me. Like that, because some anime they will leave a cliffhanger forever and will never give you closure. And my dad say that because so my dad, huge anime nerd, he looked into it and discovered that yes, they they, it'll never give you closure. It'll never, never, never. It'll hang you like that on purpose, and they do it on purpose. And there's like a word for it because it'll keep you longing for something that you'll never ever get. And yes, especially Hunter Hunter is because I'm like that could be a whole (sighs) other series. That could be, but I know he's sick and he, what I, I don't know if y'all saw it, but it's talking about like, he's getting ready to just release the whole ending to it just in case he don't make it. And I'm sad about that because that's, but, but I also, I'm just like, I kind of do want to know what happens. So yeah, the rumor is he wrote the whole story, even though yeah. he was on hiatus, he finished it. Mm-hmm. So everything is finished. He just needs an artist to draw it, but he's been yeah. too prideful to draw it. To do that with his wife being the creator of Sailor, Sailor Moon. Moon. Crazy. Like, she's right there. Like, let her do it. You know what cracks me up about that? It's one, that they go together. I think that's cute. Two, well, three things. Two, the fact that she was like, I just created Sailor Moon because I never had friends like that. And I always wanted to see what it would be like to draw friends that I could imagine up. So that's all in her imagination. But three, really unpopular opinion. See, I, like Yusuke Urameshi, with Sailor Moon, and I'm like, that makes sense because I hate, and I told everybody else about this. I hate Sailor Moon and Tuxedo Mask because he was so trash. Like, why do you show up after they already beat everybody up? Like, you're in the way. Like, you know, I'm. Oh, I hate him so bad. I'm like, no, she deserved Yusuke because he's gonna pull up and fight. Like, he's oh sorry another episode. just for clarification guys the the tuxedo mask in the original og sailor moon is trash yeah um, which shout out to the the original concept of tos of tuxedo oh, mask the God. in sailor moon crystal because he's actually a lot more helpful yeah. even though he's less powerful than they are he's still like he's not just gonna show up at last minute like he is there fighting with them in the trenches so yeah. i, I appreciate about him so bad yeah, I, that's why I appreciate Sailor Moon Crystal because it tells the actual story um, that the mangaka created and it actually flows more and it doesn't just give you, you know, monster of the day. And, oh, here comes Tuxedo Mask. Throw this bitch-ass rose that don't oh, do shit. Fuck, <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> Levi would never. I'm just saying. Yeah, anyway. and uh, <laughs> and also uh, to, these, to these other folk who say that um, Mamoru is is so much older than uh, Usagi. He's not. He's mm-hmm. really only two years older than she is. But Period. unfortunately, America, uh, uh, for some reason, uh, upped his age to make yeah. it seem like this man is almost like a grown ass man. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. I'm just sitting there like, bro, he is 16 and she is 14 when they first meet. 
Yeah, that's that's a two-year difference. That's fine. But yeah. the way that America makes it seem like is that he's 18 and she's 14. And I'm like, uh, that's creepy too. It is. But, uh, you know how it goes. What yeah. else? Anyway. Uh, did you have something you want to say, Steve? I'm trying to think of any other series. Are we talking? So now are we on the series that deserve endings? Oh no! I was just—I'm just a random I'm person. Say, I, I, I can definitely go into a list of that. There's we, so many. If we doing that, yeah, yeah. I, I guess we could talk about it. Yes, gangster, uh, uh, berserk. Unfortunately, rest in peace. Defray. Um, mm-hmm. like there's so many things. Uh, that's just anime. That's not even talking about like it's actual other TV shows, shows yeah. right? One on one. We never got that ending for that TV show. Oh, First of all, as soon as she went to college, it was over. Um, yeah, it was, that it was not good after that. Yeah, and and I'm a. If y'all know me, Kyla Pratt is the one above all. For me. Of course. Uh, oh, like yeah. I, I, oh, I was in love with Kyla Pratt. Like we all, we should have been. Everybody <laughs> so, was. So secret, secret about younger Steve. Kyla Pratt was in this movie called The Barney Great Adventure. Yeah, she was. <laughs> Wait, wait, say that one more time. He was in Barney's Great Adventure. Oh, she was. So, uh, Kyla Pratt may or may not have did like a little tour, and she was at Chuck E. Cheese, and someone may have stood in line, and Kyla Pratt kissed her on the cheek, and after that, that's it, man. That's my wife. So, um, period. Me and Kyla Pratt is she aware that she's married to Scooby Steve? She don't know yet. You ain't told her. Look, the dude that's on um the the uh was it tattoos NYC? Black Ink Crew. Yeah, that's her husband. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. We can we can (laughs) box about it. Uh, We can we can can fight about it. I'm cool. I was gonna say Uh, I know y'all can fight. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can fight about it. That's cool. Uh, But yeah, she kissed she kissed me on my cheek, and then yeah, that's that's what that's all. That's what it is, man. So um, yeah, Kyla Pratt. Who was y'all first celebrity crush? That's a throwback question. Was it her for you, Kyla Pratt? For sure. For sure. I'm gonna tell you right now. I would have acted the way I would have acted a fool about some Kale Mitchell. Kale Mitchell was the first man I ever loved. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, he had me drinking orange soda. I didn't even like the shit. Like it's terrible. Wow. I used to be like, who loves? I'll be like, who loves orange? Kale loves orange. So I love orange. Oh, I used to hate mm-hmm. it, but that was me. I love it. Okay, um, because I got, I, I technically got two. Uh-oh. Um. <sighs> So when it comes to black women, it was T and Tamara Mori. Like, Period. yeah, Period. Th- th- that was those were my first celebrity questions. Those were the first Period. two girls I looked at. I was like, yo, they are beautiful. Oh You're my and god, there's two like, yeah, there's two of them. <laughs> yeah, that and and then now for um for the for the uh, white people, um, Daniel Fischel. Oh yeah, Topanga. Yeah, Topanga. Yeah. yeah, that 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 was my other one. Elite. Lizzie Elite Milk. Hillary mm. Duff. Yes, and Hillary I, Duff. Just had a picture that went viral not too long ago. Uh, like a couple Hillary days Buff. Yes, ma'am. Man. Yes, ma'am. I yes, don't ma'am. Normally eat ass. Uh, <laughs> 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 but for you, I'm gonna make an exception. Right. Okay? Yeah, I'm weak. I'm trying to think. I don't even know. 
Oh, I know who the first white boy was. It was Johnny Depp. I was like, mm, oh. I need a slice. That's Bad. what it is. Yep. Real easy. Good I know man. a lot of the, the, the Johnny Depp and um, what's what's Rufio's name? Oh, Dante Basco, baby <laughs> daddy. I was Love like, Rufio. oh, Hulk. That's another one of the movies. I'm telling you, anytime Hulk is on, I got to watch it. It's the rules. I don't make them. It's just it's mm. what it is. Man, I watched Hook recently. That mm -hmm. first hour is long. It's like, so terrible. That's a long movie. That's a it long. So I didn't even know it was that long. <laughs> I I just remember watching it so much as a kid. I was just like, I couldn't wait for Rufio to come on TV. Like, I didn't care about none of the other part of the movie. When it start, started getting good, when he get to Neverland. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. It yeah. is very long. For sure. Like, I was just like, this is like a two hour and 40 minute movie. Like, that shit is the longest part. <laughs> I didn't know it was that long, but yeah. Between. But movies, ooh. so you talked about uh, things we'll go back and watch TV series. What about movies? Can we do, can we throw movies in there? Mm, we can. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good movie that I always like go back to that's not Harry Potter and that's not. Um, some other mainstream stuff. I'm just trying to think of a movie that. Oh, 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 oh. Okay, okay. So, House Party, the first one. Yes. Especially when I was in college, I used to just throw that on anytime that I was studying because it helped me get through those um those moments of studying. Like I, one of my friends had the DVD, I just put it right in my uh PS3 and just let it play. And I there was one point where I used to like memorize like all the lines. I had all the lines memorized of uh of every part of that movie. Like I watched it that much, and I will still go back and watch it to this very day. Something about uh that movie, I don't know what it is, but it's it's definitely one of my favorites of all time that I will just go back to and never get tired of. Shout out to Kid and Play. Period. And shout out to Tisha Campbell because that was one of uh, another question. Especially in that movie. I don't know what it was about her in that movie specifically, but I was just like, damn it, and kid. You son of a little shop of horror. She's crazy. Anyway. Oh, yes. Her, <laughs> her aunt is Sheena Arnold. Delicious. Oh, yes. Yes. Delicious. I got uh, five right off the top. Let's do it. Uh, okay. All of Nights. Mm -hmm. Life. The Page Master. Yeah. Um, God, bro. The Page Master. <laughs> the, the Page yeah. Master. That's the fucking one. Leet. Uh, Click is my fourth one. Okay. And mm -hmm. then what was my fifth? I had my fifth one. Now I just lost it. That's it. I said Life, Harlem Nights, Page Master, Click. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I had it, but I lost it. Oh, Small Soldiers. Small Soldiers. Okay. Yes. My yeah, husband so, loved that one. That's it. Yeah. Those are my five movies that I can watch no matter what. Oh, no. And Django. So six. Django. Django I can watch those movies. So funny. <laughs> yeah. I can watch those movies 90,000 times and won't get tired of them. Mine, uh, the first three Pirates of the Caribbean. Always, always, always. Oh, uh, yes. Memoirs of a Geisha. Just, mm. oh, my goodness. Mm. Memoirs of a Geisha is so good. The Duchess. The Duchess. My God, the Duchess. That is one of my absolute faves. I can watch that whenever. Mulan, Aladdin. Of course. Um, mm -hmm. definitely I could do those whenever. And I'm trying to think. 
Oh yeah, all three of the Lord of the Rings extendo versions always. Let's go. Always, always. Okay, listen. By the way, that is the movie I cried the hardest on. I sobbed on Return of the King so bad in the movie theaters. Oh, I was just inconsolable, ridiculous. Um, I think Thomas probably like my. Oh, oh, Sherlock Holmes, the uh, the uh, the one with Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Let's go, yes, Sherlock Holmes. I Excellent love choice. those movies. Thomas probably my my top. Easy, easy. Okay. Um, I said House Party one, but I also got to throw in Class Act. That's another one. Yeah, um, yeah. Grown ass people playing them teenagers. <laughs> oh my god, Danita mm -hmm. is so. It's not even bruh, fair, bro. She was she was so fun. Oh it's my god, <laughs> so so bad. Oh my god, she was so beautiful. Uh, be I follow her. I follow her on Instagram right now. God. Yeah, she only got like sixteen hundred followers, and I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> you all sixteen hundred. You made all them pages, <laughs> bro. She is crazy. I love bad. it. See, yeah, indeed, indeed. Uh, I also got to throw in. You already said life, but that was definitely one of the other movies that I had. Mm -hmm. uh, Tell them about the deadline, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, the, Star, Star Wars is kind of a given for yeah. me. Um, big Star Wars head. So, uh, one through six. Well, more more specifically, three through six because the Phantom Menace. I kind of only watch for the lightsaber fights. Everything else is kind of like eh. Mm -hmm. Uh, number Attack of the Clones. Um, that's one that I typically skip over sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, Revenge of the Sith, A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi will watch like back to back to back like I've never watched it before. Seven, eight, nine, I have to be in the mood to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is yeah. what it is. Uh then uh there was uh another comedy that I was thinking of that uh that I really enjoyed um back then bad bad boys the first two yeah 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 bad boys Classic. and bad boys too we'll go one. we'll go back and watch like uh, like I've never watched it before. It's repeat. I'll throw it on and be like, oh, okay. Bad Boys mm -hmm. 2. Oh, okay. Go back Period. and watch Bad Boys 1. Like, it is what mm -hmm. it is. Um, And there was another movie that uh, that I'd like will continuously like just go back and just watch. Um, It's one of the hmm Hmm. And just like that, I lost it. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. It's a superhero movie. I'm just trying to remember. Like, was it Blank Man or Meteor Man? Both very good movies. By both, way. both are very, both are very good. Like, extremely good. Um. Oh, uh, it's it's a it's a Disney movie. I think it's is it Up Up and Away? No. Um. Is it uh a uh, Big Hero Six? Because that was a good ass movie. Yo, that that's a great one too. That's a great one Big too. Yeah, um, but I, I was thinking of up, up in a way. Um, so, but yeah, that's that's definitely one that I was always going to watch. Oil, that shit made me so mad. <laughs> Indeed, all the rush hours I can do. Yes, yes, yep. all rush hours. I remember there was a big debate on Twitter. There was like rush hour one through three or bad boys one through three. Which one of y'all pick? For me, it's rush hour. For me, it's rush hour. It, it's mm. it's because 
is so funny. Like I, the I feel like it was so good. I love it. Yes, it <laughs> is so good. Back when, it, back when it was okay, you know what I'm saying? It just it just holds its own. And I feel like the the third bad boys was so corny. It was decent, but it was just not like the first two. I feel like they waited so like long to put out that third one. You know what I mean, like it was just like y'all could have kept that. And they talking about making another one. I'm like, no, no, wrap this I, shit up. Like, I think that's what it is. Like, if you had just did like Bad Boys one and two and Rush Hour one and two, I would more than likely lean toward Bad Boys. But if we're yes. including three, the third installment of each, I'm yeah. going Rush Hour because Rush Hour three was still very hilarious, even if it wasn't yeah. the best one. I still. Oh, I laugh my ass. That's the funniest one to me. I'll be in tears. I don't care. That's the funniest one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me see. Was it the third one we saw? Yeah, in the theaters. My my sister and I, when I say I was literally on the floor, like laughing so hard. This mind you, I was a teenager when it came out. I think that now that I'm grown, I think the first one's like the funniest, but I I, still enjoy the other two. I am the biggest fan of two. Like Rush Hour 2 is my favorite. Because what's her face is so fine. Everybody a big fan of two. We, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I got a friend. No, it wasn't just because she was fine, though. But I also like that was the thing is, I kind of watched it out of order. I saw Rush Hour 2 first and then went back and mm. saw Rush Hour 1. Um, mm. so Broadway yeah, that's my name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but, but uh, yeah, Rush Hour 2 was my favorite. All right, well, we've definitely taken a, a nice little trip yeah. down memory lane here. But before we sign off, I do want Bianca to tell us a little bit about her show um, and about yeah. what she's doing so that way we can, you know, sign off properly and that you guys can go and check out her podcast, which is on YouTube. Or, you know, if you just want to follow her on the social media, you definitely can do that as well. But uh, Bianca, I'm going to give the floor to you so that you can talk a little bit about yourself here, ma'am. All right. Listen, there's not much to me. Hi, everybody. Again, I'm Bianca B. Givner. I do have an awesome, awesome podcast. It is called, what is my podcast <laughs> Sorry, y'all put me on the spot. I was like, wait, what? Let <laughs> you forget the name of the show. Goodness gracious, girl. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, stay in school, kiddos. Don't forget the name of your own business. I am the host of the Pretty Nerd Time Machine, where I talk about all things throwback and Nickelodeon Disney Cartoon Network. I took a small hiatus for health stuff. Oh, for health stuff, you guys. And I'm getting back on track. So stay tuned. I'm putting out some really, really cool stuff. Um, I am going to DreamCon this year coming up for the first time. Fingers crossed, hopefully. <sighs> I'm trying to make it to DreamCon, you guys. So I'm really excited to do that. Um, I am, you know, hosting little podcasts here and there. I just want to be able to show the world that I can do that. And also, I am a disgustingly good cosplayer. And I'm getting ready to start doing that more consistently. So look out for The Nostalgia Queen on TikTok and on Twitter. I'm going to be bringing you some really, really awesome, awesome cosplay. I know you're not going to want to miss. Y'all going to crack up and have a good time. So that's me. I'm just here to, oh, and in the future, y'all going to see me rap. But listen, that's another day for another time, baby. But I'm honored to be here um, and, and be able to be on here with you guys. So, yeah, that's it. I'm not nobody important. Y'all follow me on Twitter at snow underscore black with two C's. You know the deal on the drill. Can't wait to see you guys. It's going to be lit. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for joining us on this very special episode eight of season five. We definitely appreciate you coming through and just having a good time with us. And as I've said to my listeners, of course, every episode eight that we do will always highlight a black woman, whether she's a content creator, a business owner, or just doing whatever it is, whether it's professional or whether she's just out here making a difference in the world. Like this is our time to highlight black women. So uh, we, of course, 
will not just do that on just an episode eight, but I've literally have designated episode eight as this is the episode where we will highlight a black woman and nothing else. So with that in mind, guys, y'all please stay tuned for other seasons and episode eights that we drop. If you haven't checked out any of the previous episode eights, please be sure that you do that uh, on this podcast as well. I think season two was like the only time that I have not had uh, where we highlighted a black woman, but that's because we were still in the, process of building this podcast obviously mm-hmm. but from three season four and on season five we will be sure to highlight a black woman each and every episode eight uh with that in mind uh steve do you have any new businesses that you want to highlight real quick or snow black are there any other businesses that you want to highlight or talk about before we get up out of here hmm, that's a good question you go first steve <laughs> look at you you on mute, bro. Yeah, right. Yeah, you gotta unmute your mic. You're talking about some ooh. Yeah, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> For me personally, um, there's this thing called uh this company called Blur Mind Productions that's doing this thing called Wake the Dead. And Wake the Dead is uh dropped, they just dropped another chapter. Um, and it's a really good story. I think that if you are into supernatural. You know what I'm saying? Stories with a female lead. I think that Wake the Dead might be that for you. Um, I'm not sure who makes it, but it's a really good story. Um, so you guys check that out on Webtoon. Well, yes. that, I don't think we have anything. I just have one small shout out to um my awesome, awesome, amazing friend, Kiera. Please, I sincerely love her to pieces. You guys make sure you follow her. She just um also got her first production company started. And that is pretty bizarro, pretty bizarre, uh, actually not bizarro. I always call it that. And she's like, but pretty bizarre company. And she came up with her own production studio. She also did her very first short film, Snot Girl. Make sure you check that out. She took the anime and made it real life. And it was really, really cool. So make sure you guys look at that. But shout out to Kier Prelees. You guys can follow her on Twitter, Instagram, Twitch. And she is an awesome, awesome, awesome cosplayer. She goes to all the cons. She goes to all the everything. So shout out to her. And just send her love and follow her and make her lit. That's it. All right. All right. Thank you for that shout out. Uh, Real quick, I'm going to go through the rundown. For those who don't know about the rundown, this is where we highlight podcasts, businesses, content creators, and artists that have either supported this podcast or have been a part of this podcast. So with that, I'm going to be real quick. You already know, Show Go High and Inside the Mind of a Blur are the other two podcasts that uh, I'm a part of. Of course, Steve is the founder of Inside the Mind of a Blur. So big shout out to them. Uh, of course, Mike Check, Waifu Waifu. Uh, please be sure that you go and support their Patreon like I do because they have some great anime content. Shout out to Polo and shout out to Tell. Worst Gen and Blanime, uh, a.k.a. Anime After Dark Community Hangout. Uh, please be sure that you check them out every Thursday at 8.30 p.m. CST or 9.30 p.m. EST uh, on X slash Twitter. Shout out to the Truth and Transparency podcast with Brother X, the culture scientist, and Mr. Smith, the session with Jay and Trey. Uh, Kay Renee will be releasing her new podcast soon. I'm not sure when, but of course, we'll uh, wait on that. But in the meantime, please be sure that you check out her novellas under the pen name Sedona Rose, which are now available on Amazon Kindle. It's So Real with Raquel and Onaji. Dad Needs to Talk with Rob, the father of Ash. Analytical, where she gets critical. Geek Set Podcast. Anime Junkies, Three Weaves in a Podcast. 
those anime girls, anime's anime, and the commute. Shout out to my uh, my boy Josh Mills, aka J Mills, who does the commute. Uh, for black content creators, of course, we got uh, Black Anime with Aaron, HBCU Anime with Evan, Yo to the Noobs, uh, Sundari with Erica, Cerberus Entertainment, Tatted Poodle, the Geechee Gamer, Icarus Metro Comics with my boy Calvin, Hubtaku. Shout out to the gang over there. Uh, Shelby with uh, Simply Janine, Simply Baked, and of course, Rose Less Traveled. Uh, Strange Keith with Idols to Icons, Toasty Marshmallow, uh, Simone with By Simone Malcolm, Courtney, again, none of my friends watch anime, and uh, Steve already shouted out Blur Mind Productions. So, you know, gotta give a big up to the boy over here. Uh, for our black artists, of course, Miss Nasa. Uh, Scoozy actually was getting ready to drop an album. I'm not sure if he was able to, but uh, due to technical difficulties, but be, please be sure that you pay attention to that. Uh, shout out to my boy Jack Union, Phil.me, Ellis Quinn. Shout out to RJ Stackhouse, my boy Quarter, Tyrone Leak Jr., who, of course, continues to provide this podcast with absolute fire intros and outros. Uh, shout out to the girl Ari Lachelle, our boy Zach Hans with Fortresses, Miss Elena, and Miss Zainab. And then for our black businesses, we got already paid. By Dre, Fresh Nurse, Righteous Minds by Timo, KSS Brand by Christina, Cream Cosmetics by Naima, Mind Over Money by Miss Tremaine, Studio Maho with Pat Yen, Concept Moon, She Designs 2 with my girl Aaron, Black Magic slash Lit Wands by Low and T, H4 Creative by Miss Zenobia, Real Estate Stone by Meredith, Soul by Bell by Mariah, Good Vibes, Good Vibes Only with Miss Nasa, uh, Scrappy Sentiment with Miss Sappy, and of course Coasters Bar and Grill, which is located here in Buckrow Beach. Be sure that you like, share, and subscribe to the Chaotic Culture Podcast on your favorite digital streaming platform. Be sure that you subscribe to the Patreon for early access to the podcast and to watch video episodes like this one uh, on the podcast. And it is only exclusively on the Patreon as well. You can subscribe at any of the four levels listed, whether it be $3, $5, $7, or $10. We still appreciate your support. You can follow the Chaotic Culture Podcast on Facebook. You can also follow us on IG at Chaotic Culture Pod and on X slash Twitter at Chaotic underscore Culture. You can follow me, Ked the Pro, that's K3D the Pro on all social media. You can follow Ms. Nasa on all social media at underscore Call Me Nasa. You can follow Law on IG at L.JR underscore 96 and on Twitter at Law 96 underscore. Of course, you can follow Sappy on all social media at Scratch 14. You can follow Johnny at Jaylee Trey on all social media. And of course, you can follow Steve on all social media at Scuba Steve 1428. And and this has been another edition of the Chaotic Culture Podcast. Once again, thank you to Bianca, a.k.a. the Nostalgia Queen, a.k.a. Snow Black with two C's. We appreciate you coming through and joining us to, for this very special episode. So until next time, folks, remember, embrace the culture, chaos rules. Be blessed, be safe, God is love. Two up, two down. KKP on your mother flipping airways. Hear the name ringing through the halls and the stairways. You were listening to a bar that can segue. All the latest topics guaranteed to fill your headspace. It's a safe place to voice your opinion. Say what you feel, just like you're a kid again. Kid to pro and friends, black as obsidian. Chaotic culture, that's the world we living in. So what's the word? You are now tuned in to the Chaotic Culture Podcast.